6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Interesting people. Relatable stories. Relevant. Topical. This is 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Monday afternoon right across uh, the province. Hard to believe it's July 11th already. The summer seems to be flying by. Uh, it's Jalen Nye province-wide. If you're listening in uh, on the drive on 770 CHQR, Ted is away this week. Uh, it's Jaylin, 6.30 Chet Afternoons in Edmonton. But yeah, we're having a province-wide conversation through the rest of the week. You can get a hold of me in Edmonton at 780-496-0063 or in Calgary at 4 3-974-8255. Those are the text lines. Now, we know that there are plenty of folks, plenty of you who are hitting the road for summer vacation. You're doing a lot more road tripping these days. So perfect timing for our next conversation. Of course, it is Motor Monday with Brian Turner. Brian is a writer for Driving.ca. Brian, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much, Jalen. How are you doing? Doing super fantastic. Just got back from some vacation. And I know we've been talking a lot and seeing a lot about people being back out on the roads. And when when I saw your topic this morning, to be honest with you, Brian, I was like, what do you mean? I, I don't I, I wasn't even sure about data recorders in vehicles. Are there data vi- uh, recorders in vehicles? <laughs> Your vehicles are capable of learning a lot about oh, you and, and maintaining that information and transmitting that information. Uh, a lot of us know the risks of being ultra-connected or uber-connected, and our cars are the same way. They love to, to uh, track everything that uh, we do in the vehicle. Um, what a lot of people don't realize is sometimes that information can be used Uh, not necessarily in a great way. And in the case of collisions, vehicles, uh, just about anything on the road today has the ability to uh, record the data around the collision. Mm. So when the airbags go off, they have a system that they can record the uh, the information that the vehicle records. So was the driver uh, braking? Uh, was the driver steering? Uh, in what particular direction? And uh, what was the reaction time? What was the speed? All, this piece, all these pieces of information uh, usually don't mean anything except when there's a serious collision mm-hmm. that might involve injury or death and might end up in a court. Brian, I was reading that about 95% of new vehicles have onboard uh, event data recorders, these EDRs. And so are, are, are they only triggered when an airbag goes off? Is that it? That's usually the, the, the single cause that causes all this information and data to be collected and stored on the vehicle to be retrieved uh, by uh, people at a later date. Um, yes, they, they also record um, a lot of things uh, during normal driving occurrences, and some of us sign up willingly for that. Uh, anyone who uh, uses uh, collision insurance that requires 
uh, a data collection so that, that the insurance company knows you're actually a cautious driver. You're never really speeding <laughs> and you're staying within the rules of the road. Um, but uh, the, usually in a collision circumstance, it is the airbag deployment that sets all this in motion. How long is that data kept for? Well, that's the thing. It's there permanently. It becomes part of the permanent hard memory of, of uh, any number of computers on the vehicle. At one point in time when airbags first came out, and we're talking about the early 90s, uh, it was done on a separate hard module, separate little box underneath the dash. Now it's usually just incorporated in the software of other computers. So there is no one little computer that's collecting this information it's everything on board the vehicle and uh, what can happen is if uh, if there is a uh, some type of allegation of liability mm -hmm. then the information can be subpoenaed that requires you to know that you have rights and i'm not a lawyer i'm not a legal expert <laughs> But if you're in that situation, you really want to know because your car can tell tales on you. Yeah, without a doubt. They'd be a goldmine for insurance companies, without a doubt. So here's the question. Can they be disabled? Should you disable them? That's, an, that's a great question. Uh, uh, some of the early models, like I said, had a, had a standalone hard box computer, easily disconnected and didn't really cause any problems. But now... Now that they've uh, just introduced this recording systems into the existing computers that are required to run the engine, control the emissions, and control the transmission and all that, you really can't remove it. You'd have to have the ability to rewrite the software of those devices so they don't collect the information and they don't store it. And that, it, that capability is well beyond the average consumer for sure and and just about any shop that does repairs to these vehicles won't have that capability oh brian we're being tracked everywhere we go aren't we it's, it's terrible just, it's the reality of it it's just the reality yes. of it and uh, I, I know you know some people get really uh, ticked off about uh, about that but the fact is is that i mean we're on tape kind of wherever you go if you're walking down a street your phone's showing where you're going your cars are recording what you're doing it's just really a reality but i think it's important that folks know that these are in their vehicles in case they didn't and i drive an older vehicle i drive like a 2012 mazda 3 i found a list and guess what i i'm on that list because right. you can find which vehicles have these it, well, that's the problem. It, 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 it's hard to find accurate, up-to-date mm. lists. And you can pretty much assume I'm going to go into the late, two, the late first part of the, the 2000s. So anything after 2009, 2010, just about any mainstream vehicle will have built this recording capability into existing software on, on board. Mm. Uh, that's not a separate module that you can just unplug. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we, we find it difficult to unplug at the best of the times. Uh, doing it uh, on your car, even more difficult. Brian, thank you. Thank you for the heads up and the info on this. I appreciate it. Anytime. Safe driving, yeah, everyone. You too. Brian Turner joining us this afternoon. It's Motor Monday with Brian Turner. Of course, Brian, a writer for driving.ca. You can check out his work again, driving.ca, and he is working on something on these event data recorders. Um, some of the information that I had found, you know, is about uh, as many as 95% of new vehicles have these EDRs that capture and store this data. But yeah, think about that, eh? if you're in an accident. I mean, it could be a, a good thing, 
Um, and, you know, I know some people might think it's a, a, a bad thing as well, but uh, you can check out uh, Brian's next article at driving.ca. It's 4.15. We're going to take a look at the drive coming up in just a couple of minutes. Want to let you know we talked uh, off the top of the show about the Rogers outage and the fact that the industry minister uh, Francois-Philippe Champagne uh, summoned the CEOs of, uh, well, the CEO of Rogers and and, uh, the other two big ones as well, telecom um, companies to an emergency meeting. And what has happened, he has told the telecom companies to reach agreements within 60 days on number one, emergency roaming. Remember, we touched on that. Number two, helping each other during outages. There's been a lot of talk about that. And three, a communication protocol. He says that is going to better inform Canadians and authorities during emergencies. He also says the CRTC will investigate the outage on Friday that lasted nearly 15 hours. If you want to read more, he, uh, he put a stream up on Twitter. You can check out uh, his, uh, his comments there. But saying, hey, they have 60 days to reach agreements on emergency roaming, helping each other during outages, and a communication protocol in case it happens again. There's a lot of experts who are saying, hey, you know what? It's going to happen again. It's not a matter of uh, if, but when, and how do we handle it better? How do we make sure that the 911 system doesn't go down? How do we make sure that you can still get money out of your bank?